Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bits. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, and it feels so weird to say yet another because it feels like we've been gone for so long. Yes, when I say we, I'm talking about my two fellow uh, wise men, of course, completing this dynamic trio. Uh, I'm with Banile Pico as well as Pro Pilani. Gentlemen, um, we've become like mythical creatures, things that you only speak about but no one ever sees or hears. But we, yeah, we're in studio and we're ready to discuss uh, all things DSCB Premiership. Thank you for, for having us. Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's been a long time since uh, I've been here. I think last time I was here, um, uh, there was a guard of honor. <laughs> and, and no one walked through that guard of honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, anyway, uh, I'm hoping that um, uh, it's still going to continue. I'm still going to be happy. Yeah, I'm still going to beat Banele at, um, at every <laughs> corner that I find you. <laughs> Banele Pekwa is in studio. Yeah, I mean, uh, greetings to the listeners at home, greetings to you, greetings to Pro finally is back. We've, we've missed him, you know, Pro, he, he always spices things up. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, off-season, at least we've got Ikosaf um, mm-hmm. keeping us busy, you know. But yeah, uh, we've seen some little bit of transfers that have made mm-hmm. some of us happy you know we've seen <laughs> <laughs> some of us football fans we've been happy with some of the things and we've seen a, um, some strange ones too you know mm. so yeah i think we're gonna dive deep into into all of them but yeah i mean it's interesting season ahead yeah let's talk about the the latest edition of course it happened at the time of recording about an hour ago or just under two hours ago uh gavin hunt second time at super sports united obviously in Number two comes into to play again, two-year contract. And in pro, he's going to be competing for number two because he's he's not coaching the best 20, 20 team at the moment. I think he's, he, he, he's back. Um, he's coaching one of the good teams in, in our country. Mm. I think um, I was worried when I heard rumors that Super Sports will be for sale because mm. uh, I remember that um, uh, previous champions, uh, the first champions of the PSL, Manning Rangers, they disappeared. Yeah. Santos, 2001 champions, disappeared. Bidvest Vets, 2017 champions, disappeared. Mm. Super Sports United, they were not just um, champions like the other ones, but they are three times champions. And I was worried that they are going to be dis- they are going to disappear too. And you look at Super Sports United and they were in their development. I was saying, no, if 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 we lost Vets um, with that good development, mm. it's going to be sad for us to lose Super Sports United as well. But I'm happy that Coach Gavin is back. Uh, you look at uh, his quality. Uh, Benny McCarthy, unemployed. Peter Mosemani, unemployed. Gavin Johnson, unemployed. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gavin Hunt was also unemployed. And and I was worried with the quality of coaches that are sitting at home and, uh, and, and unemployed. So I'm happy that at least one of them is back in the market. He's working now and... Uh, Hopefully the standard of football will improve and the quality of the the Pretoria derby will definitely um, stop being one-sided, but it will improve as well. For me, um, I think it's a weird one. Weird one in the sense that, I mean... Oh. You guys are disagreeing already. <laughs> Welcome uh, 2022-23 season. No, not, not that I'm disagreeing, Monaje um, Suguti. I mean, Kevin Hunt, after like a, a Buyago Chiefs, you know, um, even Upito, when he, he was let the early coach, Pito would always sing praises and say, Kevin Hunt is like the next coach that's capable of coaching in, in, in North Africa and all of that. So I also viewed him as, you know, Utoke is now elite, you know. But next thing, in bonus, he cheaper, you know, I was like, okay, what's happening mm. to Kevin Hunt? Why is he 
like downgrading Gonzalo and I expect like Ronaldo going back to Man United. Like Ronaldo going back to Man United. But I mean, yeah, I was like, hey, well, why is he going to be cheaper because mm. he'll be sacked after six months and it was the case you know so yeah and 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 he is a person that's always said would you super sport you don't want to win trophies um he, he told them would okay guys since you've now changed Ganshia, you know so now jiggy jiggy is going back to a super sport mm. you know um and he's going back at in a time where i think they were even worse than the time <laughs> when you when he left mm. you know so what I'm asking myself, is he like desperate? Is he still ambitious of being elite? Does mm. he still want to coach um, top teams that are chasing for, for trophies, for big trophies, for big honors? Or yeah. is he just looking for a job to keep him busy? You know, so those are the two things um, that, that are, it will be interesting to see how they unfold this no, season. No, but was he wanted outside the country? <laughs> that's that's the thing. Would you, that's what they were saying, and and that's how he was hyped. Try he can he's got a CV to coach um, in in those uh, big countries, you know. And he was even tipped for Bafana at one stage. And mm. even Pirates now, he was like a hot favorite. So mm. when I view him, I view him as somebody that can coach or Pirates, maybe or go to Tanzania and coach Abosim by you know the teams mm. that are in the Champions League or Confed. Um, cup to put it like that, but to go to Ochipa and then now a super sport when they are in this state, mm. you know, it says a lot um, about him. But that's the thing with the, you know, with our football, we see it a lot with the medical rounds. We we know all about second comings at clubs. Um, I can't help but you know draw parallel lines between Baxter and Chiefs. So going back the second time, it's not the same as when you know the club once were when Andy Tutsilich. But now, it's almost like a resurrection stage that they have to go through. Banede said it all. I think what he did at Super Sports United in his first um, stint, I think it was something that was um, unmatched, unseen before. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're taking a team that is that was regarded as an average team and you make them three times champions, three times in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, credit also to Coach Pizomosimane because he laid a solid foundation there Super Sports United playing five cup finals in a row. And uh, when Coach Gavin came in, I think um, he, 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 he actually made sure that Super Sports United um, uh, becomes a, a very solid team. And uh, that was prior to uh, 2010 World Cup as well. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think um, right now he, he, he's, he's joining a Super Sports United team that is selling all their best players mm. to one team. And, um, <laughs> and he's joining a Super Sports United team. Not to United one team, team, to your team. <laughs> <laughs> to one team. <laughs> And uh, and uh, and uh, and right now there's a situation with the club captain who's also a Bafana captain who mm-hmm. also want to join that very same team mm-hmm. that uh, Super Sports United is selling to, and uh, he'll be remaining with uh, uh, Luke Fleus, who's a, rep- a reputable um, national team player. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I don't know what is what is getting himself into, but uh, only Kevin Hunt knows. I think, I suppose, a big question now is what type. Of Gavin Hunt, will we see? I think we've seen all sides to Gavin Hunt. We've he's been in the game so long. We've seen the Gavin Hunt who relies on the older players. At Verts, we saw at, at Chiefs, we saw him try to rely on the youngsters. I suppose his hands were tied behind his back at time at the time with the transfer ban and stuff. But I feel like we've seen every type of Gavin Hunt we could possibly see. But uh, at Super Sports United now, second time coming. What type of uh, Hunt are you expecting, Benile? 
I'm expecting the Gavin Hunter that I first saw um, in coaching. I mean, that that used to coach Abo Black Leopards, Abo Swallows, you know. they The they early did, 2000s, aunt. Yeah, like those years. They didn't have, like, you know, like your superstars. Even at that time, nah, he didn't have, like, such a big profile. And he worked well. You know, his teams are fairly competitive. They do well even in cup competitions. So I'm expecting to, to see something like that. But to the Gavin Hunt, I saw it super sport. That was going for everything. That was hard to beat. The one I saw it fits. Um, to be honest, I'm not expecting um, to see that one this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can be wrong. It's just my assumptions. I'm just not expecting to see that one. Maybe somebody that's developing, working well with young talents, that's that's maybe the route uh, I'll be expecting. But to go for big things and be the hunt we saw at um, Vets and Super Sport that used to give a beats or my headaches and all that, mm. I'm, I'm definitely not expecting But But, but that. That, that, that hunt that you are expecting or you are hoping to see was not playing golf at the time. Vanilla, <laughs> 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 uh, they finished eight last season. Uh, you say you're not expecting that, that type of hunt. Um, where will Supersport United finish or what should be the hopes because obviously we, we see how ambitious Supersports are trying to be by employing someone like uh, Gavin Hunt they know what he's done at the club his yeah. record sort of speaks for itself uh, as Pro alluded to the fact that they are selling their best players but Gavin Hunt is a type of player type of coach, coach rather who can get the the best out of the likes of the lesser players with all due respect so yeah. they finished 8th last season 40 points leveled at Arrows one behind Amazulu so that's been the company they've rubbed shoulders with. Who are they going to rub shoulders with next season? Mm. Selling all your best players to one team, like Pro said. You know, when I heard the rumors that now the whole club... <laughs> I thought, I we know who's buying. <laughs> it started with my team. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, jokes aside... Um, I suppose for the last season, they just made the top eight. I don't expect them to be there. And for mm. me, I feel like them being in the top eight was somehow... Success. Success. You know, it was an, an achievement, if I can put it like that. This season, it'll be interesting to see um, who took up in hand twins and but I'm not expecting them to be in the top eight. I know I've seen a lot of candles also mm-hmm. um, and, and prayer or emojis on, <laughs> on Twitter, like for Supersport to Set be relegated. Supersports will never be relegated. Yeah, but that one, it will not happen. I'm not expecting that. So I'm not expecting them to be in a relegation, but I'm also not expecting them to be like uh, we, we we top eight. So I'm just expecting an average team, which if you are coaching a big team, we look back and say you are six points. So like a Maritzburg, then pro? Definitely. Uh, Maritzburg United will be different this season. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe if you refer to the Maritzburg uh, of, of last season and two seasons back, mm. maybe you can say Super Sports United may be heading to that direction, but they'll never be relegated. I think, I think Super Sports will always be a top eight team. Mm-hmm. Um, only once, I think, where they finished outside the top eight and they were has assisted by the Ajax Cape Town Meta and Platinum Stars. Yeah. That is when they got free three points and that three points pushed them back to top eight and it pushed Amazulu to, to number nine. But mm-hmm. other than that, um, I, I think Coach Gavin will, will finish comfortably in the, in the top eight. Um, sure. If Chipa was patient with him, I think he was also going to finish in the top. Because the league, the league, the league is a marathon. Mm. You can you can start bad and 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 end up finishing well. If you look at uh, Cape Town City, they started mm-hmm. very bad. But you look at how Coach Eric Sinclair did in in, in 2022, and they finished second. Strong. Yeah, no, they finished strong, and uh, and you can see that uh, such things. Um, uh, they they finished second or third. Um, but I think oh, Cape Town City, Cape Town City, yeah. second. 
Definitely, and, and and you can see that these 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 things. I mean, the league is a marathon, so you don't have to to panic all the time. I think Super Sports United they know what they're doing. They know that Coach Gavin is a is a, is a super minded uh, uh, captain of the ship, and he can mm. steer to the right direction. He can bring the young players at the right time in the right moment, and uh, and uh, and ensuring that the experienced players also they play their parts. And now I know that I, I can now start speculating and say Tyson Latwai may be heading to Super Sports United <laughs> because. Because of the relationship yeah. that he yeah. has with Coach Gavin, the, the now, have the, 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 this is not a transfer room. <laughs> connecting me. the dots. This mm-hmm. is just me looking at the relationship that the player had before, and you look at it, Olam Lambo, who's currently mm. clubless, and uh, then I think he might be he might join Coach Gavin. Coach Coach Gavin mm-hmm. is a huge admirer of uh, Olam Lambo, and uh, I think personally, I think Super Sports United will be in the top eight. Mm. Pro starting with the rumors. Um, <laughs> Vanilli, any rumors you've had or <laughs> plan to 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 start on this podcast? It's not really a rumor. It was it was a signing. It was confirmed. Um, oh, Daniel Cardoso, which uh, surprised me. You know, um, what surprised me the most was a three year a three year deal for for somebody at that age. Mm. You know, um, and you are a team of Iskukune. You are not like. What surprised you about that? It's because uh, if I think about it. Um, I haven't seen any figures yet. I haven't had anything, but I'm, I'm assuming Kuti, he'll be one of the highest earners. So mm. if you're bringing a Cardoso who's in his 30s and we saw him um, last season, we're born to energy, you know, he's still early 30s rather, but the energy, you know, Iseko and you, you are a Sikukune and you've been signing so many players, 17, 12, whatever, whatever the case is. Currently they're sitting on 11. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you've been signing so many players. Mm. You are a club that can also be in a relegation slump, you know. So why give somebody who's on a high contract a three-year deal? You could have given him a year with an option to renew or two years with an option to renew. But I think with three-year deal, um, Buzz Bulele with that one. But 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 we are not sure of the three-year deal. Maybe it's a two plus one. Maybe it's a one plus two. Maybe, maybe in oh in, yeah, so so when they say three year deal it's it's, it's, it's not, not always like a three yeah mm-hmm. if, if, you, if you if you remember the Tlompoke kind of issue when Tlompo renewed with Sundowns, it was plus one plus, it, plus one plus it, it, it was a two plus one plus one so. <laughs> but when, when, when Sundowns announced they said it's a four year deal but, oh. but but after two years in mm-hmm. his contract Sundowns were like I know. Thank you, thank you for the service. That's when you realize no man, it wasn't a four-year contract, yeah. but it was yeah, a two plus one plus one. State clear, man. Which it's a two plus one plus mm. one with an option. You know, way size. I suppose it doesn't look good on the contract. Although and, 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 and it's not the type it, of numbers you want. Yeah, with commas. It's, not, it's not. It's not also good for PR. Yeah, yeah. So I think at, at 34, when you when when we say we give you a three-year contract at 34, you you can imagine what it says to to other people. Already there were people who were. Talking well about sundowns. Let's look at sundowns. Yeah, uh, yeah. At 35, they're yeah, giving him a four-year contract. Yeah. They're, no, they're respecting him and all. <laughs> but when when Trumpo was phased out and then people started like asking, what was happening until when, when they announced that he, he, he has renewed and he signed for? So for me, I think Denika Doso going there, mm. um, what, what, what shocked me was that Seko Kuna released their captain, Selom Tsipe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Selim Tsipe was very solid at the back, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, he kept uh, uh, players like Spusiso Bonani on the bench, and uh, he was he was a regular in the team. But suddenly, um, when it was time for Sikukuni to release players, Selim Tsipe was amongst the players that were released, and uh, and um, together with Tapua Kapini uh, between the post mm-hmm. and. Uh, they are signing Denika Doso. I think I, I thought that Motipe was at the right age to mm-hmm. grow in the team. But how do you know that's football related, bro? 
I don't know, but that's mm-hmm. why I'm saying I was shocked when mm-hmm. I saw that uh, Motipe was released. And uh, you look at uh, Tenika also now way older than Motipe and uh, he's been giving with that length of contract yeah. that is saying. So for me, I, I don't know. Maybe 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 Tenny will connect with Katsande and uh, they are going do to do the business. Signing, yes or no? I think Kadoso is a quality player. It's just, it's just that she's not going to be serious. Not, it's, just, it's, it's, just that, it's just that Chiefs fans were fed up with the results of the team. Hence, they, they, they decided to deal with the senior players in the team and they started attacking the senior players in the team. But for me personally, I think that Denis Cardoso is a quality player. I think he can, he can play yeah. in a team that, uh, that, that, that is experiencing less pressure and, and, and uh, he, can, he can play comfortable and mm-hmm. he can lead the team. Yes, uh, some speculation which sort of makes sense to me and to almost disagree with what Panele was saying. And for me to sort of make some sort of understanding of the Kodosu to Sekukune United is that, yes, he may be, you know, on a high salary, but I don't think his salary kept on going up at Chiefs or even stayed the same. I think he was taking a lot of pay cuts. And now this is not anything that's factual or anything that I know, but I don't think Chiefs going in the direction that they were going to keep someone like him on the yeah. figure that he was started with. started with or, you know, increased it as time went on because he was there for a very long time. So I think it was quite easy or relatively easy for a club like Sekukune to match or sort yeah. of just make it a, a bit less. But again, that's that's my speculation. We've all had our speculation stories so far on this podcast. I, th- I think Sekukune also, they're they are trying their level best to, to be comfortable in the elite league. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they want to cement their, their position in the league mm-hmm. and, and then they can build from that. Yeah. I don't think that it was going to be uh, 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 wise for them not to sign a player of Cardoso's quality and be relegated at the end of the season. But if they get relegated with Cardoso, then it will be a bad um, yeah, investment on their part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I think the reason they sign Cardoso is because they want to stabilize the team. Mm-hmm. They want to ensure that they remain in the top league. Then maybe in the next season or two, they may start planning like who can replace this guy. Because like Katsande, Katsande was a sporadic player. He was mm-hmm. not a regular in the team. He was always coming on, coming on from the bench. So for me, I think Seko Kune was already playing around it. Now that they've lost Yusuf Mart, mm. I think it's back to square one for them now. They need to find a playmaker for the team because mm. uh, Vosim Ngube plays high up front. He cannot play in that in that midfield position that Mart was playing. So I think there are a lot of things that and we need to look luxury. forward to. There are a lot of things that we need to look forward to in the Sekukune team. Mm. So, Pro, I know you follow a lot of um, Amazulu. I mean, you're one person that's, that loves the team. <laughs> there's I love pro, all 16 teams. There's Pro um, <laughs> coughing there. So, when when Amazulu released um, those players, Abo Kolamlam, Abo Memela, the president said, okay, we've released the, these players. We, we will sign at least eight, you know. Mm. They've made the announcements and, mm. and all of that. And so, we thought I Amazulu had great deal. But mm. now, like George Malulega will be released, will be available by Amtata. Are they signing people that are available or do they have like some sort of plan which, okay, Sifuna Bantabaganje and Sahamba Sobafuna, like, what I'm saying is that like Chiefs Umbule, they were clear which, I mean, Gumart, they were clear which is Funumart, they were mm. clear from even last season, which is Funutupri, mm. so that's signing somebody you wanted. Mm. But now, when we sometimes release a Malulega, you've never really um, knocked on the door it chiefs release Azuma, Pirates released um, Hango, and then you're now signing. So it, it, for me, it's like, it seems like they're signing people who are just available, who are like out of contracts. I think they're signing quality. No, it's quality, yeah. but... And, and you look at the ambition, the president was clear. 
But they, is, want, they, they want the top is four. that ambition or is it just on the spot? I think that's what Banega yeah, bro, like, like, like I, let's make an example with the Man United, yeah, bro. So we, I know there's no attachments. The Man United last season signed <laughs> Ronaldo. Mm. Ronaldo is quality, but they signed him because he was available. Mm. They had never like knocked on the door of Juventus to say this is the type of player we need for the project. project yeah. Yes, that fits our project or anything. They just signed him because he was available. So that's what I'm asking. And it's still adding quality. It's still adding quality. So Amazulu, are they adding quality by signing people that are just available? Or these are the players when they released the 15 they released, these are the players available phone. Or Maluleka, no mango, no zoom. What we don't know is that if Amazulu were really interested in George Malulege or not, prior to Sundance so releasing him, they? We, are, we, we are not sure at the moment. But <laughs> I think, I think, when George Malulege became available, I think Amazulu signed him because they valued him and they knew that he's going to make a difference in the team. I think what they were not prepared to do was to was to pay a transfer fee for yeah. George Maluleg. I think they were not prepared to do that for a 33-year-old. Mm-hmm. But when a 33-year-old became available, I think Amazulu said, no, let's, let's take this player because we value his contribution and we yeah. know that he can make a difference in the team. So yes, it looks like they signed him because he became available. Right now, Bongani Zungu is available in the market, but no one has signed him as yet. But but, but I, I, there was interest Bongani Zungu, like even when he still had a contract. Yeah, like but there were, there, were, there were rumors of George Malulege's interest, uh, I think coming from Cape Town City or something, uh, even last season. Uh, 2021, 2022, and 2020, 2021, mm. when he wasn't playing at Sundowns. So for me, I think um, uh, George, there's always been interest on George Malulege. It's just that it's not something that has been heavily spoken spoke, about okay. in, in, in in the public. So for me, I think Amazon, they signed a player because they wanted him, but maybe they were not explicit about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe something that we need to uh, really dig deeper on and then maybe reports on our listeners next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, maybe we should. Well, let's leave it on that note, gentlemen. As always, such a pleasure speculating and is now starting all these whispers with you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Pro last uh, question before we wrap up. Um, Kosafa Cup has been the Hollywood Best Kosafa Cup rather has been quite exciting so far. Uh, Eswatini have obviously stood out for me so far. It's the, the only game I've been to actually um, at Kings Velatini since the start of the tournament. Uh, what's your thoughts on the tournament so far? Of course, we haven't seen the, the young Bafana Bafana, but thoughts so far? Angola. You wow. liked him. What a team. Mm-hmm. I think um, people that watched Petro Atletico play against Sundowns, they, they will understand what I'm saying. Because uh, the way Petro Atletico played against Sundowns, the way they were fighting against Sundowns, mm-hmm. the way they were fighting for every ball, the way they were competitive, especially in the first leg in Angola. That's the same energy I saw at the Kings Olitini Stadium from the from Team Angola. Obviously, there were a couple of players from the Petro Atletico team. Sure, so they brought Kev Champions League players for Kosovo? Yes, yes, they did. Are they serious? They did. Even even the left back that played for, for Petro Atletico came in in the second half. Sure. And uh, same intensity, same energy. Those guys are serious. They, they seriously won that cup. Mm. They want to win the, the, the Kosafa Cup because the Angolans, the way they played, you could see that they are well-oiled machine. These yeah. players, mm-hmm. they, they, they know each other. They understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they were showing that experience. There's a player, I forgot his name, he was playing on the on the white left uh, for Petro Atletico in the Kev Champions League. And he was playing for Angola as well. He was a menace mm. in that Comoros defense. And, uh, and uh, I, I, I know that you 
you are saying you are, you are impressed by Eswatini. But for me, I think everybody should be wary of uh, Angola. Angola are going to give a lot of team headaches. Yeah, I think for me, the, the reason why Eswatini, of course, did impress me is that they were playing against a young Mauritius team. We even spoke to Coach Tony afterwards. He, you could see that he's preparing for bigger things to come. He's used this Kosafa as I know Mauritius aren't really a a competitive nation on the continent, but he's used this Kosafa as a preparation for something, you know, deeper. We don't know what his vision really is, but I suppose that's why Eswatini took full advantage of that and that's how they look so impressive. Eswatini, they had a team in the Kev Confert. Mm. And I think they were beaten by Paris 6-2 in in And and remember how people used to tease the team, calling them lots <laughs> of names. But yeah. you see, the team also is competing in the in the in the in the qualifiers, mm. and they've been causing upsets in their groups. And here they are now playing in the Kosafa. And I understand where you're coming from when you say it's what you impressed because they are another team that have been together for a very long time. Mm. Mm. So it's, it's very a, mature team. Yeah, it's a very mature team, and it's expected of them to 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 actually challenge for the Kosafa Cup. So mm-hmm. for me, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, uh, dismiss your your opinion of Eswatini and I mm-hmm. do believe that uh, giving a chance, mm-hmm. maybe after two or three games um, yeah. or maybe even in the knockout stages, we can say uh, who's pretending and who's taking this cup more seriously. Yeah, and now that also FCON qualifiers are underway, um, I mean, two games have been played by us because of Zimbabwe being disqualified. So I think it also makes sense for a continuity for teams like your Angolas to bring CAF Champions League, you know, mm. like you use this as a preparation because now the FCON qualification, I mean, let's 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 talk about it. Let's be honest. Ilatlile, two teams in, mm. in the group go through, and that's why we've seen teams mm. like Abu Mauritius qualify for FCON now. Mm. Teams like even Aboswatini, they've qualified for FCONs 2019. They were mm. there, you know. So maybe they're targeting that. Okay, as in, let's go to Yokosafa, bring our A, um, our A team, mm. prepare them for 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 the two upcoming games, um, national upcoming games. So I think maybe it's a good um, strategy mm-hmm. and it's good too for the competitiveness of, of the Kosafa Cup, Hollywood-based Kosafa Cup. We want it as competitive as, as possible. And what do we do? We bring the APC Mosafi players. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you say that, but um, when I was at King's Senior Stadium early in the week, there was, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. I bumped into a few scouts there. I think there was a Sundown scouts there and, of course, it was nice to see some old friends. But uh, yeah, that's that's the the joy of the Hollywood Bets Kosafa Cup. Gentlemen, we're going to wrap on that note. All the best to Bafana Bafana, of course, on in their quest for to defend their crown, of course, in the Hollywood Bets Kosafa Cup. And uh, until next week, gentlemen. Shab shab. Thank you, Sabo.